Good morning. This is Things You Might Have Heard. I am Jay Cleveland Payne. We are going to get straight into the news today as we are kicking off uh, essentially with the breaking news from Saturday that's been developing and overtaking everything that is the war situation in Israel. Now, even though there was that, we still found a way to scrape as much news as possible. So we do have 10 stories total, and we're going to tell you right now we're kicking off at Israel and what's going on right there with the original story and updates that we have to give you an, a way to get your day started with your news updates. We are your goal to supplemental source for both mainstream and unconventional news stories, having information, politics, current events, and pop culture is the latest in the weekend stories there. Go to our main website, this is a conversation project.com, find out how we do this every single day, literally every single day with news updates, and how you can be a part of the show and stop by our website. As we said, this is conversationproject.com for details on that. Today is Monday, October the 9th, 2023. And we're going to get into the news pretty heavily, pretty quickly, because it's we do have some things that are a bit more light and serious, but we're going to start off with the heavy stuff uh, to kick things off. Plus, there is the fun stuff, as always, as we're doing some things. Let us know how we're doing via email or comments in the where you ever get in this video or audio or just reading the newsletter. Let's go to the first story of the day, which is the big story of the day, the big story from the weekend. And that is going to our original posting as we kick things off on Saturday when Netanyahu tells Israel, we are at war after Hamas kills at least 22 in an unprecedented attack. What happened for here was an attack overnight, literally at over midnight, as Hamas was able to overflood the Iron Dome system by sending drones and missiles to kind of keep it busy and then invade it by all manners of, of things. It was like land, sea, and air everywhere they were coming in. And the biggest thing was coming in in hang gliders, coming in on boats, coming in across the land, uh, be able to rush in and take over many, many spots in Israel. Now, we are now on day three, essentially, a late day there in, in Israel. And things are more or less under control. At least no active fighting uh, from the reports I'm watching on the news as I'm prepping this right now, the live recording. Uh, but there will be more things going on as you can watch the reporters live in Tel Aviv even live all over Israel, uh, go to bunkers in the middle of reports because of sirens going off there. What we have right now is a lot of issues, a lot of crazy in the U.S. to deal with this. Remember, there is no Speaker of the House, so half of Congress literally can't do anything at all, let alone give anything to this. Plus, we're already beefing about what to do about Ukraine because that's becoming a bit of a stressor. And by the way, even not, not in this report today, there was a major earthquake in Afghanistan. And because you know, the Taliban and issues with that, we have not set aside any quick aid to them there. Many people lose their lives in that in that case. I think about 600 lives has been officially accounted for in the attacks for both sides in Israel. And the biggest thing that's happening that's scaring, scaring people are people are being kidnapped and then taken from Israel to Gaza to be whatevered. No ransoms have been put up yet. No ideas of what they're asking for. Suspect they'll be used as human shields, but we shall see. This is something that we shall see because this news is overtaking everything it has for now three days and will continue to for the next few days. Michael B. Jordan, Steve Harvey hug it out at an NBA game a year after Lori Harvey breakup. Now, as a person who could care less about who Lori Harvey is, Lori Harvey is essentially the, the stepdaughter, the adopted daughter of Steve Harvey. Uh, she's kind of famous, probably mostly for being Steve Harvey's stepdaughter, adopted daughter. She also dated Michael B. Jordan for a while, which made her famous as well. There was a big old breakup. It was all sort of messy in tabloids. And guess what? There's no issues between Mr. Jordan and Mr. Harvey. Steve and Michael B. had a hug out at an NBA game uh, this year because, you know, they did, did that. A preseason game um, 
um, at the NBA's Abu Dhabi games on Thursday. So they're overseas. I guess you can't really show any beef when you're out out out, out there, if you will. Harvey says he wishes Lori and and Dame and Dameson, her current beau, are are doing well. Praise Jordan for going on saying it's a breakup. People break up all the time and just sort of happens. So we're glad that happened. Are we glad this happened, though? Bill Maher goes after Hassan Minaj with a quote, no better than Trump. Now, Bill Maher closed out his uh, new episode, latest new episode of his show, uh, Real Time, with a dig at Hassan Minaj. And the dig is, I guess, warranted, but it also is, brings some questions on the state of comedy in general and right now today. Uh, uh, Minaj has been accused of embellishing his stories, essentially uh, saying taking a small story and blowing out of proportion. Isn't that what comedians do? Well, technically, yes, but they take the funny part and overdo it. But essentially, he's been uh, accused of making up stories, not so much stealing stories, but making up stories and saying they're from his family as opposed to um, having real stories of his family, which aren't quite as interesting or don't quite have the punchline you want to. Bill Maher says he's basically Donald Trump, just sort of just saying what he wants to say and cheating the progress process. We shall see how big this is. Apparently, a lot of people are really miffed about Minaj with this. Uh, he may lose some sponsor time. He may lose some TV time. He may lose some, some opportunities. Uh, the man who started off as a correspondent for The Daily Show turned that into a show of his own and doing various specials and now in the know and actually being sought after for real actual commentary. We'll see if Bill Maher's real actual commentary on him is going to be a blemish to his career. Our next story. Headline reads, Woman opens fire in Connecticut police apartment lobby, prompting exchange of gunfire with officer behind bulletproof glass. We pulled this from CBS News. This is a real news story, and this is a story that probably would not have made it. In fact, it would not have made it, except for some weird glitches in the X platform that we're going to blame uh, Elon Musk for. Essentially, a lot of changes he's doing to kill the bots, if you will, and fix the stats and get things going on has really had us with less of the traffic on Twitter than Facebook. And Facebook has responded by overtaking a lot of things and controlling what stories get out there. You Normally, Twitter is so far ahead because the speed of it is, speed of it all, it gets more responses and Facebook just sort of shift things around in the numbers. This one made a big, big jump because it was the number one Facebook story by about a th- literally about a thousand percent of anything else out there. The short story on this is Suzanne Laprise, 51, shot at a window of the front lobby desk of a Briscoe Police Department, but bullets missed. Laprise fired her gun at officers, but the bullets were stopped by a bullet-resistant glass. She was taken into custody and released from the hospital because she was injured from the bullets bouncing back. Laprise has been charged with multiple counts, including criminal attempted murder and special circumstances. What special circumstances? Legal discharge of fire alarm, a firearm right inside the police station, and criminal use of a weapon and criminal mischief inside the police station. If you try not to get got, you probably not want to try to do your thing inside of a police station. It sort of helps. Charlotte Cena's alleged kidnapper Craig Ross Jr. facing scrutiny in two unsolved murders. Now, physical looks aside. Charlotte Cena's kidnapper, Craig Ross Jr., is seemingly a bad guy. And when you get caught, they look for other things. And they're able to patch things together because they now have, you know, your DNA. They now have your fingerprints. They now have a description. They have your motive and your sort of MO of doing things. Guess what? Two unsolved murders are now being looked at to possibly be pinned on Craig Ross Jr. We talked about this 
on on the weekend in the weekly wrap-up where we talked about the original story of Charlotte Cena being kidnapped and being found and the man who who is allegedly who did it basically up for other things. This is the update to that one. You can look at the story we posted from the New York Post or search for it on your own. Craig N. Ross Jr., the 46-year-old who was charged earlier this week with kidnapping of a little girl named Charlotte Cena is now being looked at into other things, two murders specifically that have been unsolved. The unstoppable Simone Biles ripes up the world championships comeback. Two more gold medals. Sweeping, not so much sweeping everything, but sweeping the floor with people on the actual competition. In fact, doing a move so dangerous, so hard that they decided, well, let's go ahead and name it after her now. Uh, the Biles 2 Electric Boogaloo is now hers. And she wraps up her return to championship um competition with two gold medals along with the silver medal she won uh, already in Antwerp, Belgium. Congratulations on the, my girl for doing great things. No, not one of my future ex-wives because she has a big burly football playing boyfriend and husband actually and we ain't going there but very much in love with the way she's doing things in love with the way she gets things done and she is a role model for all little girls all people around the world of doing big things in small packages. If I were to tell you that the largest Hindu temple outside of India in the modern era is in New Jersey and it just opened up, that's what I will tell you literally in the next 10 seconds from the story. AP News is the source of this, but it was all over internets with very little to really talk about uh, because of the uh, Israeli stuff and then the Afghanistan earthquake. We had a poll from various things, and this is an interesting one that I'd already pulled and put in this feeds, and this is one that you would not have really picked out. The marble limestone uh, that adorns the spires, the pillars, and archways of the stunning Hindu temple in central New Jersey tells stories of Siva, selfish service, and Bhakta, which is devotion. It is the largest temple of Hindu uh, for, him, for Hindus to worship in, in the modern era, and it's open in New Jersey. About 12,000 volunteers built the thing uh, over uh, the course of time. 4.7 million hours to work on for Irishman's volunteers to hand-carve 2 million cubic feet of stone into the largest Hindu temple outside India uh, in the modern era. So now it is a place to worship, and for other folks, it's just a place to gawk, I guess. It is a, a tourist trap in New Jersey, along with the site where you kind of think that The Sopranos was filmed and, you know, the big piece of granite and the beach where Chris Christie told people to leave him alone. So check it out. Here's some sad news for fans of the Raspberry Rally cookies. They ain't coming back this year. 2024 Girl Scout cookie season will march on without the popular Raspberry Rally cookies. These demand for the cookies were just too much, and the, the, they want to focus on the classic cookies. They just could not keep up with the demand for the Raspberry Rally, so they're not going to deal with it. That's something you do in business. If something can't be hacked, you get rid of it. That's one of the reasons why the McRib sort of went away because the man is kind of it forces it to come in and out, in and out, and they just could not keep the man. So for some reason, I don't know, I guess there's not enough pork to smash into patties. And here, not enough raspberries or fake raspberry flavoring to make the raspberry rally cookies. So you will get your chance to get what you can. Now, uh, last year when they came out, uh, you can buy them for, I guess, for real, about five bucks a box. And then on eBay from 17 to $350 a box. Who's paying $350 for a box of Scout cookies? Crazy people who will do that because it's done. You, you, it's, it's done. However, this year, not going to happen because if you're paying all that money for a box of Raspberry Rallies, 
They're last year's cookies. You really don't want to buy last year's cookies. Let's wrap this up with two very beautiful women showing off very beautiful things. That is Pamela Anderson first. Her bold, no natural makeup look is uh, showing a part of the natural beauty revolution. This was a picture from early in the week or late last week uh, on the Instagram of Pamela Anderson. You know, that one with no makeup whatsoever. She is completely null and void of any sort of dormant on her face. And she looks fine. She looks great. She looks like a regular mature woman. And this is something that many regular mature famous women are doing right now. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, who's been famous doing for a while, though she's supposed to always had sort of a natural, simple look. Kelly Ripa is doing that. She's letting her hair go gray and not doing touching up her, her, her roots. And uh, Katie Kirk went makeup free for a People magazine spread a few weeks ago. There is a large movement called the Natural Beauty Movement, where um, Natural Beauty Revolution, where people are essentially going to extremes of not going to extremes, literally not putting on any sort of makeup and dorm whatsoever and just living their lives because as women get mature, they should be embracing that maturity. Now, of course, part of the thing back and forth is a new revolution and a new revelation that women can age gracefully and should be aging gracefully and get, should get just as much love for turning gray, having wrinkles and doing all those things as men do. Men get more distinguished Women have to put on more makeup and get plastic surgery. Not so much the case as Pamela Anderson is choosing to show right now. Now, of course, if she's doing shows, she's doing movies, she's dolled up. That's going to happen. But just out and about in public, here's one case where it won the day. And finally, you may have issues with Amy Schumer, but she's going to talk to you about age. And she is warning 20-year-olds uh, how life works with before and after photos of herself um, 20 years ago. And now, um, essentially showing the, the effects of aging in herself with throwbacks to young Amy Schumer, live and vibrant, and Kermit, a, current Amy Schumer, who is um, not so live, not so vibrant, and uh, you know, looking a bit older and, let's say, wiser, put it like that. And many people in the comments of her, of her social media is kind of like going back and forth on what this means. Uh, but it's it's just one of those things that you have to understand. And they go together well with the story on Pamela Anderson, uh, her doing her thing. Amy Schumer showing young people, you're going to get this place way some way. At some point in time, this will be you. And you can either cake on the makeup or embrace it and love it or do what you can to fix it. You can you know do some exercise, do some small things like that. But at some point in time, Time is going to catch you. Father time always wins and time will make an impact on you and unfortunately your body and your face. So right now in your 20s, get ready, get ready, get ready because it's coming. In our apologies, errors, and omissions section today, we're going to do this quick hit on Love is Blind as the show's producers are being sued over sexual assault of a contestant and it was, quote, likely caught on film, so says the suit. Love is Blind is another reality show, another thing that's technically scripted, but not. So there are people who aren't so much actors, but they're re-regurgitating lines and re-regurgitating stories. In this case, um, they re-regurgitated a simple tale as old as time, a song as old as rhyme, as, as people on a talk on a game show, a reality show about people being sexy, has someone who actually gets assaulted by people trying to be sexy. And because the cameras are always rolling, always rolling, this one may actually be on tape. We'll see how this one plays out, and we'll put more replies on this one. Obviously, a one that you responded to, but not enough space in the 10 we have. We'll explain it literally in moments, but we'll keep posting updates on this one, and as you keep jumping into it, we will respond. So, 
How do we get the stories we posted to you this morning? We gave you 10 stories to mull over, or we gave you actually about 90 stories over the weekend to mull over from Friday to early this morning, and you engage in the stories on our feeds. Go to Facebook and Twitter, or X to find our feeds, facebook.com slash this is a conversation project, and twitter.com or x.com slash the TH underscore conversation. Every 50 minutes or so, we're posting new stories for you to engage in, for you to see, for you to get the info in. And we're looking for you to tell us what are more engaging stories. Like them, love them, hate them, share them. The more engagement the story gets, the higher chance we have a chance of talking about it. On this Monday, and every Monday, we go from the weekend story, three days plus a couple hours into Monday, and pull the top 30 stories per engagement, and we present to you 10 of those stories in the best narrative. Not necessarily the top stories, but 10 of the top stories in the top 30. There you go. And on the next rest of the week, for Tuesday through Friday, because we do this five days a week, we'll give you eight stories for the rest of the week, but those will be from the top 15 per the day. So for what you're looking at today, uh, covering all of Tuesday and a little bit of when, or all of Monday and a little bit of Tuesday, I should say, uh, we'll give you eight stories that you will vet as conversational. We'll pull them out for you to go. This headline is one you can talk about. I'm sure we will talk about because I'm sure with the news that we're having, we got to sneak in some actual real news here for the states. The headline reads, UA workers reject Mack Truck's contract offer and vote to go on strike. Here's the kicker on this one. Last week, we put out a story about the UAW, the unions for auto workers, uh, saying they're going to go with the Mack Truck deal and not strike for them. And Mack Trucks are saved from right now the striking all the striking that's going on in the country and specifically for the auto workers, car workers, machinists, things like that. Apparently, that's not going to happen. So we may see if something doesn't change, the Mack truck workers stop working on building Mack trucks very, very soon. Will we talk about this one tomorrow and how it will impact the entire scope of everything else? You let me know by going to our feeds on Facebook and Twitter, engaging in this story or any story you see as lovable, likable, hateable when you chat about. And we may pull this up for tomorrow's feeds for in tomorrow's feeds for tomorrow's program let's take a minute to take a sponsor break and we're going to take the break and i'm going to take the full break i am sponsoring this week's entirety of things you might have heard and i'm sponsoring it because i care about you one of my other projects is as a as a personal development and, and business coach business uh person helping people get better one thing that I have found working out lately for people trying to get better for both their businesses and their personal lives is money. And trust me, I'm terrible with money. If it weren't for Christina with a K, the wife, we would be living in cardboard boxes. Or at least I would be because she probably wouldn't have married me. So we did some work together and talking back and forth in our stuff. And I did some work of my own, some research, some real hard work, read some books, did some research, looked at some things that worked, and came out with a new book called Mastering Your Money. And it has 13 tips to help you master your money work. Now, this is a, as a part of the uh, business questions answered to your brand because getting your finances in order, whether they're personal finances or business finances, will help you get ready on the path to opening up your business. If you don't have any money or can't manage your money, you won't be in business very long. If you can't manage your money, you can't live very well. So this book is out here. Uh, the left copy, if you're watching the video, the left is the version of the cover on paperback. The right is the cover on Kindle. I can't figure out how to make the covers look the same, so they are what they are. You can buy this book right now. It is $10 on paperback, $5 on electronic for Kindle, $9.99, $4.99. Find it at Amazon today. There are links in the description to go straight to them or just search for 
Mastering Your Money, J. Cleveland Payne. You'll see this new book out right now. Get it right now. Help support the show. Help support some of my, my other projects. And get your money straight now. The Conversation Project lives online at thisisconversationproject.com where you can find more details about this show here. We produce it starting live. Hit the button at 5.50 a.m. Central Time, Friday, Monday through Friday. So we have recording. Once you hit that button to save it, it's on the replays on Facebook, on Twitter, on YouTube, and it stays there, you know, until those those sites go down. So it's there forever. We also trim it up and send it to you in an audio form, and you can check it out for just just the sound version, or you can just read the words and click the links with this with the newsletter that comes out about six twenty a.m. every single day. Right after we're done with this, a few minutes after that, the newsletter comes out with the links. You can just click on and go straight to that. Those are the ways you can find us, and you find those ways. You find how to get to all of us by going to our website. This is a conversation project.com. You can also find information about. Other things we do all week long, you know, information on the feeds. We talked about those already. You can email us at the conversation inbox at gmail.com on no way too many calls to action and tell us what we can do to improve or to do less bad of. And if you think we're doing fairly well, why don't you check out our sponsorships page to help, you know, keep things going and our partnerships page to directly partner up to get things better. We thank you in advance for all you do for us. The most important things you can do and we should do, we hope you do is follow us on the feeds, give us the stories to talk about, and email us with your suggestions because they're free and you get to boss me around, which is the whole fun of the whole thing. Now, every single morning after we finish all the working stuff, we get to the fun stuff. The fun stuff is the morning show fun stuff we have for, for that, that branches off this thing, the second show we call it. And the fun stuff is going to begin, as promised, right now. The fun stuff for October the 9th, 2023 is kicking off right now. We always get in the fun stuff with birthdays. This is no exception. Now, if you're watching the video, you're wondering what's this up with this woman in the sweater in the wintertime. We, of course, will get to that. But first, let's do our birthdays for this day. Happy birthday wishes going out on October the 9th to Tony Shalhoub, who's 70 years old on the day, starring in Monk and um, the, the, the marvelous Ms. Maisel. Uh, Tony Shalhoub is a very um, versatile actor. Let's say, let's say that doing a lot of work over a lot of time and his long career, he's been doing this for quite some time, has seen him do lots of great things. And so many things that you look at and say, he's is he that guy? Men in black. He's that guy. Uh, Tony Shalhoub turning 70 years old on, on the day. Scott Bakula turning close, 69 on the day. And uh, getting some love, at least in verbal action, in the latest edition of Only Murders in the Building as being the sort of the the recurring running joke of a rival to Steve Martin's character for love, love interest with Scott Bakula. Keep coming back in over and over again. His name is mentioned. Not sure if he's doing anything big movie-wise these days, but of course, uh, famous for Quantum Leap, the original Quantum Leap, and doing many other shows uh, and the uh, playing a Star Trek captain for a, a, a show called Enterprise. You may remember that one as well. 69 years old on the day. Tyler James Williams. Everyone hated Chris, but they love him in Abbey Elementary. 31 years old on the day. One thing that I actually sobbed for was um, the show um, 
uh, it's not Whiskey Tango, but um, the show that that got canceled before he took on the Abbott Elementary. It was a spy show where he was a young uh, computer geek who was joining the spy team. And was always just kind of you know mucking stuff up until he got better. It was a fun show, and uh, I thought he was doing great in that one, doing something it's still comedy, still funny, but being a bit more serious, more action level. I was sad that that was canceled. In fact, I think that they basically shot him, so essentially he might as well be dead. But doing great stuff for Abbott Elementary with the Will They Won't They, and they did, sort of, and now they aren't. If you're not watching that show, kid, check it out when the writers go back to work on that one fairly soon. T Tyler James Williams, 31 years old on the day. Our history lesson for this day on the 9th of October, going back in 1888, the Washington Monument opened up to the general public. Now, the Washington Monument, the big old obelisk, has been around for, yes, that long. Who knew? Well, people in 1888 knew because that's when it was launched out there. So if you've been going to the Washington Mall for quite some time, you may not have known just how long the um, Washington Monument has been out there. Okay, there you go. And the longest monuments on the Washington Mall to... Um, to give one praise to George Washington to to just give some life to the actual Washington DC area. And you'll see it out there in its glory anytime you want to, but out there since 1888. In 1946, the first electric blanket was sold in Petersburg, Virginia, and it sold for $39.50 as a person who bought an electric blanket for um my daughter JJ last weekend because it's getting chilly. That's basically what I pay for the same blanket. So I guess the cost of uh, the cost of, of inflation over time, maybe it was a lesser blanket. I don't know, but yeah, it cost about the same amount for the blanket I bought her, you know, two weeks ago. And in 2009, President Barack Obama was awarded a Nobel Peace Prize. Uh, this year, they were waiting for the prize to go to maybe um, Vladimir Zelensky, maybe to um, um, Navalnik, um, uh, who is a, a prisoner in the Russian prison. Of course, it went to an Iranian woman who's in pr prison protesting uh, women's rights. Those things can be surprises. Barack Obama, more or less a toss-up. is like, yeah, he's the black guy who's the first president. Let's give it to him, which is pretty much how he earned it. Didn't really do much to, to, to earn it. But, you know, once you get it, you really can't take it away. It's not like a Heisman, I guess. Today, on this October 9th, we are going to celebrate Submarine Hoagie Hero Grinder Day. Submarine Hero Hoagie Grinder Day. Because it's a sandwich with so many names, so many ways to say it based on your, your colloquialism, based on where you live, based on how you want to call it, based on just how generic you are. The sub sandwich, the hoagie, the hero, and the grinder on this day. Why? We don't know. Some sandwich shop basically made it up and we can't really pinpoint to which sandwich shop made it up but basically a creation of some deli someplace to celebrate i don't know uh, needing to get extra meats to, before it got, got bad i don't know but october 9th has been delegated as submarine hoagie hero grinder day and it has been for a bit of time so Today is a good day to um, go out there and grab that sandwich. Whether you are uh, a chain guy or you have a local place to go, go check it out. Um, unknown origins, as we said, don't really have a time for it. But, hey, you really can't go wrong with getting a sub, a hoagie, a hero, a grinder, a big old sandwich uh, with meats and lettuce and tomatoes and some cheese, a little bit of, of wet stuff. Sometimes you get oil, sometimes some mayonnaise. I like spicy mustard. Many people disagree, but it is what it is. Uh, we're going to see if we can find our ways to get ourselves one of them sandwiches for lunch today. A long day today for myself. So we're going to see how this works out today. And finally, one more thing you might not have heard. A study 
at a university of Rokaw found that men seem to find women more attractive in fall and winter than in the months of maximum exposure. The research theorizes that the scarcity of flesh may make what they do get to see much more exciting. Now, I know from speaking to women that women uh, find men more attractive or at least find a way to find a man during the wintertime because it gets cold and they want to rub their cold feet on people because that's what they do. And because they love themselves, they don't want to rub them on their best friends. They want to find a man to put them on to torture them. In the meantime, this study says that women uh, in the wintertime, now they're covered up, have more of an air of mystery. So there's less to see. And men are really attracted to that, as opposed to the summertime when they're, you know, basically bikinis and, and crop tops and stuff like that. Your mileage may vary. With that, let's wrap up this Monday, October 9th edition of Things You Might Not Have Heard from The Conversation Project. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne. Thank you so much for being a part of the show that we produce uh, five days a week, Monday through Friday, in various forms uh, for you to enjoy and get some learn on. So that's if you're not getting any learn on, it's, there's no point. Make sure you're following us on our feeds on Facebook and Twitter. And make sure you're emailing us to tell us what we can do to improve or you know do less worse on going forward. And make sure you are uh, letting us know what things that we're doing are better or worse. This one, a bit of a longer issue. One, because it's Monday, so we have longer stories. And two, we're trying to add some flair to the show. So it's going to stretch things out a little bit. If you wanted to back to the more pithy, shorter versions, we're going to work on that. Uh, but let us know what we need to do to compress. Or if you want us to actually express, make it a little bit longer, let us know that as well. We can do that. Make sure you are staying. This one you, you must do. Stay liber, stay hydrated, stay on task for all the grand things you are needing to do for the world right now. Because the world needs you right now more than ever. Thank you again for being on the program. You're on the program just by being here and letting us know what to talk about. We'll do more talking about stuff come tomorrow.